We're not, you know, just another e-commerce store. Yeah. That's untouchable. Right. But we right. have a personal feel and that's the perpetual. Yeah. Yeah, and that's always been a really important thing to us. What's going on, Loop Community? This is Jansen Roberts. Chris Conway here. And we are bringing this next podcast adventure to you today. Uh, and Boy, do we have a special guest. Oh, man. We've been waiting so long for this because it's payback time. It's payback time. Today, we are interviewing Matthew McCoy, our CEO, our boss, our friend, fearless leader. That's right. <laughs> no, we're we'll. Uh, I mean, we're going to be honest, but we'll be nice. Oh, we'll be honest. <laughs> uh, Matt's a great guy. We um, we really. I think Chris and I, along with a lot of other people here in our team, just really have benefited from his vision, yeah. and the opportunity to work at Loop Community and what it even has grown into. Uh, it's pretty amazing the humble beginnings that it's had, and yeah. that Matt's had, and now you know how far he's come from just everything that he's involved with. Uh, you know, I think about some of the things that I know from him personally. And uh, I got this job. Uh, and I met Matt about three and a half years ago. And uh, I met him at a place called Big Star Taco, <laughs> uh, which is really good here in Chicago. And uh, the That's first- where our office is. We that, work in right. a Big Star yeah. Taco. We eat, at, we eat at tacos and we work all day. So- no, but uh, I actually met him at a church that we were both leading at, and then I kind of like just met him then, but we really got to know each other at Big Star Taco. And we started talking about like, he had this opportunity uh, at Loop Community for someone to help come on and do a lot of just help with training and customer support and a lot of other things. So I was like, okay, I'll come try it out. And then Chris, you got hired pretty much the same time or a little bit? Yeah, I think it was the same time. And uh, yeah, it was someone at my college who... The, the guy who is in charge of the music business department came up to me one night and he's like, I think I may have a job for you. And I did. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. And I was excited. And then I, uh, you know, through him contacted Matt and um, we interviewed over Skype. So not Big Star Taco, unfortunately. But <laughs> it's, it's, much, it's much more Matthew McCoy to do an interview over Skype because he's mm. such a tech guy, you know, he's such he's like a, a tech guy. But uh, that was it. It's been a couple of years now and it's been great. Yeah. Really so, fun. We've gotten to know Matt for the past few years and really enjoy uh, working with him and just, uh, again, the vision he sets for the community, for us as a company, and uh, just the friend that he is as well, and uh, kind of the mentorship that he's placed on us, teaching us about a lot of things in the music industry. Um, So without further ado, let's jump into this awesome interview with Matthew McCoy. Hey guys, before we get into the interview, you may not be aware of this, but Matt McCoy is actually one of the very few certified Ableton Live trainers focused on worship and worship music in the world. He was also one of the very first worship leaders to use Ableton Live in a worship setting, starting with Live version 2 back in 2002. Since then, he started loopcommunity.com and has invented the Loopimus foot controller as well as the Prime multi-track app. He's also an artist and worship songwriter. Today, Matt will be interviewed by his wife, Mary, a lawyer and interior designer. Before we get into the interview with Matt, here's a quick listen of his song, Praise Our God. Good morning. Good morning, Matt. How are you? This is kind of fun to be interviewing you. I know. It is fun. 
You're the queen of loop community. Yeah, that's right. Don't forget that. (laughs) The silent partner. (laughs) It's fun to have you here with me at the office. I know. It is fun. It's fun to be here. It's so beautiful. It's fun to see also like how it's changed over even just like the time that we've been married. And we've only been married for two years. I've really only known you for three years. And I've seen you kind of like get this office, um, start having employees and have it all kind of like grow and change so much just even in the short time that I've known you. So right. I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about like just so everyone could kind of hear more about what happened. Um, and so I could learn more too about what happened before I knew you and how it kind of built into what it is today. So um, just for people listening, obviously Matt's like extremely talented and with computers and music, but I don't think people even know how talented you are technology wise. You're like a crazy technology freak (laughs) and you like know how to fix everything and all this kind of stuff. So, and it's like actually kind of frightening sometimes because it's so like, Brain Man-ish. <laughs> like if yeah. anyone knows how to do it, it's Matt. Um, this is Loop Community is the perfect example of kind of all of your talents and your interests combining. It makes sense, but I could bet for like many, many years it didn't make sense. You had all these gifts and one of them was technology and the other were music and leading worship and how like when you look back, what early life experiences kind of pointed you to the work that you do now? Yeah. Yeah, I I grew up as a pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from a very, very early age, you know, from when I was like one years old, mm-hmm. you know, I remember just like hanging out on a stage with my, my mom played piano and my dad played guitar. And so I was always around worship music Yeah, from, you know, my, my entire life. Mm-hmm. And so worship music has always been a very important part of my life and who I am. And, but then even as I was growing up, I feel like looking back, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm -hmm. Like I remember in grade school, I like started a detective agency in our neighborhood where I would like (laughs) offer like services to our neighbors of like where I would investigate things for them. And then they would give me like a dollar for like, they'd be like, Hey, go check out and see like what color that mailbox is down there. When does the mailman come? (laughs) They give me a dollar for it. But then like, I remember my first business you know, I was in like sixth grade and I started selling candy on the bus. Wow. So I would have my mom take me to Costco and we'd buy, <laughs> we'd buy candy bars in bulk and like, uh, like airhead candies. Remember those? Yeah. And I would sell those on the school, on the school bus ride oh home. Oh my gosh. That's we were so on funny. a freaking hour. When kids are like normally just like wondering how they can eat them. You're like trying to figure out how to sell them. And make money. Yeah. I'm like the least business oriented person ever. I like Matt will always joke that. I do not know how to make a dollar for my life. Like if there's any way for us to, whenever I try to save money, I always lose it. <laughs> so it's right. very helpful that yeah, you Yeah, somehow that. it always ends up costing us yeah, something. Yeah, it costs us some sort of money. But I remember then after that, my next business was I, I bought a Coke machine. Oh my gosh. And I put it uh, in a public area and I would go to Costco and buy Coke and Mountain Dew in bulk. Wow. And then make money off of all the sales. Oh of, my gosh, you're like a little entrepreneur. Yeah. And then I went and... Then I started a wedding slideshow business where I would wow. make slideshows for weddings. And then I then I went to building websites and I started a website business. And so it's oh always been business after business. And I think a lot of it was that I was homeschooled wow. in seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. And I had two years, you know, where, you know, because I would finish my schooling around like 1 p.m. Wow. Where then I had a lot more time to, uh, you know, learn how yeah. to build websites, learn right. how to make these things, you know, with technology. And that's really where my love for actually playing music and using computers that came into play in my life. So interesting. Wow. I know that like makes so much sense to me. And it's like so inherent in you, this just like business side and also just this like technology and like music and worship. It all makes so much sense. Okay. So I didn't know you when you started Loop Community and I actually would love to just like hear more. So take me back to the beginning. Tell me like what it looked like in those early days and like what did it take to even start this company? I've been using tracks since 2002. But if we rewind back to like 2009, at that time, there were no websites where worship leaders could get tracks. So worship leaders were just making their own tracks. Mm -hmm. Um, and then maybe emailing each other and sharing tracks. And mm-hmm. so 
in 2009, I was on staff at a church and I needed a track for Mighty to Save, which was a really popular song at that mm-hmm. time. And I was up really late at night, you know, making a track for Mighty to Save. And <laughs> really I thought, popular song at that time. It's like the most popular <laughs> song of all time. Yeah, I guess at all times it's popular. Yeah. So I was up really late making a track for Mighty to Save and mm-hmm. I had to get up early in the morning to lead worship. And I thought, this is so crazy. Like there's got to be someone else in the world Mm-hmm. who has already made a track for Mighty to Save because mm-hmm. it's so popular. Yeah. And then I thought, well, that would be cool. It'd be cool if there was a website where I could just go and type in Mighty to Save and then download tracks from other worship leaders. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I thought, oh, wow, it'd be cool if there was a website where I could go and upload the tracks mm-hmm. that I've made and share them with other worship leaders. Mm-hmm. And so right then I actually just stopped what I was doing and I bought the domain loopcommunity.com because wow. wow. loop is a kind of a slang word for tracks. Yeah. You know, or, hey, are you using loops this weekend? Everyone knows that that means like, yeah, I'm using tracks or wow. there's a lot of different words for it. And then I wanted it to be a community. I, mean, yeah. I wanted it to be a place where worship leaders came together and shared their tracks. Wow. So loop community was born, you know, that night. Yeah, but okay. So it was born that night. But then what were like the early stages? Like, what did it look like those first couple of years? Right. It was <laughs> the first, <laughs> well, the first six months or so of it. It was just mm-hmm. a blog that I had set a blog. up. Wow. Okay. And I would, you know, make a track. I would post yeah. it and I would just put a PayPal button on it. Wow. And I'd wow. say, okay, it's, you know, here's a track for 10 bucks yeah. if you want it. And then, hey, if you want to sell your tracks, send them to me and I'll po- post them on the blog. Wow. But then I met a couple guys at the church that mm-hmm. I was working at that they were like, hey, we should like really, you know, put some more time and investment into this. Mm-hmm. We think it could be even bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, started building a website and really made it into a business. Wow. And uh, so I had two other partners that yeah. were working on that with me. Okay. So you started a blog and then while you're doing this blog, you're also leading worship full time. Yeah. Okay. So I was on staff uh, full time at a church mm-hmm. leading worship. And I was also traveling a lot, leading worship, mm-hmm. recording my own music. Yeah. Um, but then any free moment I had, you know, after work mm-hmm. on the weekends was spent building Loop Community. Wow. Wow. Um, so how long did you work, like do that on the side before you started kind of paying yourself? Uh, we worked on it for about three years wow. before we started taking any payment. Wow. And we had no investors. So, I mean, I remember <laughs> if we ever went like on a conference or something and we needed to spend, you know, $20 for some food. Yeah. We always like talked about that in track sales and loop sales. We'd be like, well, that's two loops right, that we need right. to sell to make that $20 back. Oh, that is so funny. Um, so obviously you do this for three years and kind of just doing it and not really sure if it's even going to be sustainable or take off. Um, what was the hardest part of that during those three years? I think personally, mm-hmm. the hardest part was just not having a life yeah. outside of work. I was constantly right. working. I mean, I would, you know, wake up at, 9 a.m. and then just work nonstop on mm-hmm. Loop Community uh, until two in the morning. Wow. wow! And, you know, I would take breaks for dinner and yeah. and lunch, but I just worked on it constantly. So I felt like I didn't really have a life outside of it. Yeah. Um, because after the three year mark, it kind of got to a point where like, you know what? I think I need to take a risk and really put full time mm-hmm. into Loop mm-hmm. Community. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled back from leading worship mm-hmm. full time. Mm-hmm. Where then my Monday and Monday through Friday was dedicated just to Loop Community. Wow. And I literally would spend all day until like two in the morning just working on LC. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was either traveling for it, you know, working on the website, mm-hmm. meetings. Um, yeah. Like, how did you get people on board? Like, how did it grow? Yeah, we traveled to a lot of conferences. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was probably at least one conference a month, but I was going to like three or four confer- conferences probably a month. Wow. And... uh it was a lot of word of mouth, just yeah. spreading it like that. I think one of the hardest things on a business side mm-hmm. was educating the music industry mm-hmm. about what we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the time it was, it was, it was kind of a new thing. People were like, well, wait, what is this product that you're selling? Yeah. Very and new. what are the, you know, what are the legalities of that? Right. How, how do we, you know, right. What kind of contracts do we need? Right. What kind of license is that? Um, because up until this point, people weren't doing this legally. Right, people were right, sharing right. content that they were making 
just via email. Right. So no one was getting paid. Wow. And so what we were wanting to do is we were coming into the industry wanting to make it legit. We wanted to make it where, hey, you know what? We want we want publishers, we want songwriters to be getting paid mm-hmm. for what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of legitimized a black market totally. that was happening. Yeah, totally. And so I think the hardest part in the beginning was educating the industry about what we do and how it works. Yeah, totally. And getting us to a point where we were being taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, in the industry, we kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. No one really knew who we were. We kind of just pulled up a seat mm-hmm. to the table without mm-hmm. even being invited right, or asking. Right, right. Um, but it needed to happen because these loops and tracks were being shared right. everywhere. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. And right. so there needed to be some sort of system to track it. Mm-hmm. I know. It's so interesting to kind of like hear you talk about like doing all this because knowing you now, it makes so much sense. Like I can see, I see like all the back behind the scenes stuff like you work so much and if i kind of let you work forever you would work forever um and it's like totally and you totally love it and like you're so passionate about it and also you have such a good like legal i mean i just feel like i'm i'm an attorney and i watch like the way that you deal with attorneys and how much you know about the law and how much detail you pay to licensing and like paying people and making sure like all the licensing requirements are followed and it's just really impressive it's like wow like you didn't even know, need to go to law school to do that it's pretty pretty right. cool I know. Matthew. i know it's fun because yeah fun, i like yeah. being married to an attorney but i've always thought and i was i have always thought that and even more so recently i've yeah. thought you know if i wasn't doing loop community i would probably be a lawyer oh yeah you'd be an amazing lawyer because i'm very interested in it yeah and you're and, just so detail oriented and yeah a lot of what i do is yeah. legal work in some oh, ways oh for sure a ton. You know, working with intellectual property and copyrights. Yeah. And we take that really serious here. So, yeah. So when you guys were, so when you're working on this and you kind of step away from worship leading and kind of focus on, well, not fully step away from it, but you kind of start realizing that this could be um, a sustainable business. Was there ever a moment during those three years? Because uh, three years is a long, long time where you right. thought that this was just a waste of time. Is this even going to amount to anything? Yeah, it's funny because any like business owner, entrepreneur would tell you that there's like huge highs and very low lows at times where you start to really question what you're doing, whether it's actually going to work. I remember for me at that time, you know, I'm, I was in my early 20s, you know, or maybe like mid 20s when I was working on Loop Community and starting it. And a lot of my friends and peers at the time were going on to higher education. You know, they were going on like you. You know, they were going on to become lawyers. Yeah, I was in law school at this time. Yeah, they I were think we didn't know to... each other. We would have, we would never see each other. Right, probably not. You know, all my friends, they were going on to, you know, being lawyers. They were going to business school. You know, really uh, figuring out what their lifelong career path was going to be. And I was here, you know, in my apartment, nine to two in the morning, like a total recluse, working on this website that you never really know if it's going to take off or not. And so I was, there were times when I thought that I was really worried, like, wow, am I just wasting my time? Like, is this actually going to pay off? Am I ever going to get paid? Am I, you know, spending my time building something that maybe I should be going to law school instead right now? Um, So, yeah, there were definitely times where I thought that, but you know what? At the time, we were just so passionate about what we were doing and what we were building. And probably, honestly, we were probably unrealistic at times. You know, we were just so excited about what was happening that, you know, maybe some sort of normal fear that people would have, we just didn't have. (laughs) Yeah. Because we just thought it was possible and we could do it. Right. Um, But so, yeah, but I think for the most part, I think we just kept holding on to hope that it was going to turn into something really impactful. Well, it definitely did. So your hope was definitely rewarded. But, and it's been such a blessing to churches everywhere and just to so many people. Um, but you also have a pedal. So tell me about the beginning of the pedal. Like, how did you get, was the transition into like creating an actual product difficult? And kind of talk to me about the beginning of that. How did you get that idea? Yeah, when we first started Loop Community, we never thought we would be a hardware company as well. It was always going to be just a software, mm-hmm. a website for tracks. What ended up happening though, I mean, around in the early days, there there was a time when I was doing almost 30 Ableton Live 
one-on-one training sessions a week. Wow. And so I would get on Skype 30 times a week and spend, yeah. And this is crazy. This is before, you know, YouTube, you know, people were doing a lot of YouTube training videos. A lot of that stuff's for free now. Oh, and I also have to stop because Matt told me this the other day and I didn't even realize it, but we were talking about you being an Ableton certified trainer and we were kind of talking and I was like, Matt, how many people are, um, like Ableton certified, like how many of those people are there? And you said, okay, so there's 120 worldwide, right? Yeah, there's there's probably like 180 or something worldwide. Okay, so, and then you were like, well, but there's only two in the United States for like worship. And I was yeah. like, that's crazy. That's like nothing. And like, you're one of two. It's so impressive. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's Keep fine. Going. Yeah, there's only two of <laughs> so us. So that makes sense that you had so many students because there's only two of you in like the worship space. Right. Yeah, there's only Crazy. two of us. So I had a lot of students. It's amazing. And um, at the time, you know, people were really just, this was a brand new thing. Yeah. And people were trying to figure out how do I run tracks? So they didn't know what software to use. They didn't know what hardware to use. And so a lot of these guys were coming to me and saying like, what foot controller could I use to, you know, start and stop my tracks? And there's a lot of foot pedals out there. Mm-hmm. And I went through a lot of them and I would recommend them and... But then what ended up happening is that they're so complicated to use. And so I was spending so much time answering phone calls and emails and Mm. Skype sessions, training people how to use these foot controllers that were honestly really too hard to use. Yeah. You're just like, okay, this is crazy. Yeah. And I got really kind of annoyed with it. And I thought, you know what? Forget it. I'm not, I'm not recommending any of these other pedals anymore. We're just going to build our own. Cool. And we're going to build one that's really easy. That just gives you what a worship leader needs. Not all the extra bells and whistles. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to simplify it and make an easy foot controller. Wow. And so that's where Looptimus was born. Amazing. Of, co- of course, that's like only you. Only you would be like, let's make our own. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty impressive. Okay, so you have this idea, but then obviously you need money to actually make the pedal. So, and you need a lot of, not just only do you need money, you need a lot of money. Um, so how did you fund that first round of pedals? Right. Yeah, you're right that hardware takes a lot of money Mm -hmm. um, because there's, you know, research and development and prototyping Mm -hmm. and then the manufacturing run. And there's a lot of things that can go wrong in hardware manufacturing. Mm -hmm. Um, So we needed a lot of money. And again, we didn't really even know it was a risk. We didn't know if people would want to buy it Mm -hmm. because there's so many other pedals out there. And like I said earlier, we we never had investors. And at the time, Kickstarter was getting really popular. And Kickstarter was a way for crowdfunding and mm-hmm. raising money. And so we thought we'd give that a shot because we thought it might give us a good way to see, okay, would people even be interested wow. in this product? Wow. So that's still like a really big risk. Like you don't even know if it's going right. to take off. Right. Because basically you say, we need to raise this amount of money. Yeah. And if you raise the, the amount of money a certain amount of time, then you get the money. But if you don't, you get nothing. Right. You get nothing. Crazy. So we did a 30-day campaign um, where we wanted to raise we needed fifty thousand dollars wow which i remember we we thought that was pretty ambitious we were like (laughs) i don't know if this is even going to be possible but let's do it let's try it and i'll tell you what those 30 days were the hardest 30 days (laughs) i know i've heard you say that before it was wow i never expected how hard a kickstarter campaign would do but anybody who's done would would tell you that it's super hard it's a full-time job Mm. and (laughs) at you know the first five days we kicked it off and, you know, we got a bunch of orders. Mm-hmm. We were getting tons and tons of Luptimus orders and interest. And it was really exciting. But then around day 15, halfway through, mm-hmm. it really kind of died off. Oh, no. And that's when I started panicking. I was up every night for like the next 15 days, really worried Yeah. that we weren't going to make it happen. And you feel like, oh, my gosh, this is so embarrassing. Have you heard the good news? Our free app Prime is now available for Mac. You can now play back all of your tracks right from your Apple laptop or desktop. Prime for Mac offers all the same great features as Prime for iOS, but now with the powerful capabilities that your Mac has to offer. Download Prime for Mac today for free in the Mac App Store. When you're hitting day 15 and you haven't made the amount, you're like panicking that you're not going to reach your goal. 
were you trying to think of like new marketing campaigns? Like what were you doing? Also, you like are always thinking about new marketing right. <laughs> campaigns. So I'm sure it yeah. did not stop, but. Yep. So basically it was all consuming. So mm-hmm. every moment I was thinking about, all right, I shouldn't be eating right now. I should be tweeting about this because every tweet <laughs> maybe is going to lead to one more supporter right. of our Kickstarter. So everything to me felt like a waste of time mm-hmm. if it wasn't promoting our Kickstarter yeah, event. Yeah. So I was constantly on the phone with people trying to get other people to help promote it for us. Um, you know, doing different marketing campaigns, sending emails, yeah, asking friends for favors. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it was really hard and scary um, because, you know, you think, well, if it fails then I'm going to look like a total failure and this idea I had is not, yeah, yeah. isn't actually wanted. Maybe you feel maybe like you're a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but what was amazing is that like in the last like 10 days, it really took a turn. Wow. And we, in, we were asking for $50,000 and we ended up getting 70,000. Wow. So we exceeded the goal. And really that last $20,000 came in in the last five days. Wow. That's like such an amazing kind of moment for you guys. It's like the beginning of this whole different aspect of your business too. Right. And that allowed us to make the first round of Looptimus pedals. And since then we've manufactured thousands and thousands of them. And shipped them. And the mini pedal and everything. Yeah, the Looptimus mini since then. And we've shipped them all over the world. Like every country, like we've shipped them to China. We've shipped them to... New Zealand, Australia, mm-hmm. places in Africa. Wow. It's pretty amazing to think about where that's gone. And I mean, I you've done people too outside of the Christian music business. Like you did Sam Hunt. You yeah. Had, um, Johnny Swim uses one. Yeah. Uh, that person on Good Morning America. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've seen Luptimus at the MTV <laughs> Music Awards and yeah. Good Morning America. And so, yeah, it's really gone outside of the Christian uh, music world. Which is also something we never expected. Right. And I think it's just a testimony to just the fact that like you created a really good product. It was like everyone needed it. Not just people in like in the church. They're like, wow, this is really, really good. And we need to use this pedal. So now your role has kind of changed and um, you're also managing employees. So what is that like? And what's the hardest part of kind of switching over to managing actual people as opposed to like building up a business. Right. And that is a very different thing. Yeah. And as you know, as my wife, yeah, there's been, there's days I when I come lot. home <laughs> and I'm like high on a mountaintop. This right. is amazing. I love my life. I love my job. You know, we've got an awesome office space in downtown Chicago. It's beautiful. And it, yeah, it's beautiful. All windows looking out over the train and such a great space. Um, but mm-hmm. you also know that there's days when I come home and I'm like, ah, <laughs> It's Disaster. so hard yeah. running a business. Yeah, it it's is It's so hard. hard managing people and a team. Right. And it's all kind of like all the risk. You assume all the risk for all these people. So I feel like you're kind of bearing this burden of like, I'm the person that's in charge of making sure that like you get paid. And so there's just like this added pressure of that, like making all these decisions. And you're essentially supporting a bunch of families at this point, which makes it more stressful. Right. And no one feels the weight the same as the as owner. you do yeah and even farther than that no one even feels the weight of it as much as a founder totally because an owner and a founder yeah, are different i'm kind of both and and yeah like so you know in the past couple of years uh my other two partners ha- have been bought out yeah. you know they're doing other things right and so i'm running it on my own i'm the yeah. only owner and um it's definitely something I've never done before as far as running a team. I've always, all those businesses mm-hmm. that I've talked about before were me doing it on my own. Yeah. You were kind of a solo I was, Yeah. Guy. So, solo. And this is the first time I've actually run a team of people and it's been a completely new experience for me. Yeah. So what do you, when you're looking for um, employees, cause obviously you guys are growing, what do you look for? Yeah. When I'm looking for people, I honestly, it's important. Uh, chemistry is really important. Mm-hmm. And so, the first thing I'm looking for is who are these people as a person? Mm-hmm. Like, can I trust them? Do yeah, they have in, Do they have integrity? Yeah. What's their character like? Mm-hmm. Are they uh, just a good person? Um, because I think it all trickles down from there. Totally. Yeah. And that's important. I mean, you can have a really talented person, but if they're, you know, not trustworthy, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. So after, you know, looking at who just their character, I look at. I look for people who are really ambitious mm-hmm. and who can be self-driven, self-motivated, 
who are excited about what we're doing, who get the vision, mm. who understand it and, mm-hmm. and, and are excited about that. Right. Because that's also something you can't manufacture in a way. Mm. Like and some, that means so much to you. I feel like when I hear you, you're like, oh, they're so excited about it. That's just like exciting for you. Cause then part of what is it's like talking about your child's right. It's like, oh, they're excited about my child too. Right. It gives mm-hmm. me energy. Right. When people on the loop community team are excited about mm-hmm. it. And then the next thing I look for is obviously talent. Yeah. Because you do need to have talent. You need to <laughs> yeah. be able to, you know, to produce good content and be creative. And so those three things are what I'm looking for. And, uh, and we've got a really solid team at loop community. We've got a couple guys in Nashville. We've got a couple mm-hmm. guys out in San Francisco. Um, and we have a team here in Chicago and it's, uh, Man, it's awesome. We I'm really happy with the people I'm working with. Yeah, you have some of the best guys. I love your I love the guys that I know. They're just such good guys and have really, really sweet people. And the best I would say the best part about it is just not being alone. Totally. And, yeah, you have these people now. Yeah, and you can accomplish goals together mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. instead of just flying solo. Right. Right. So what do you love the most about um loop community and your company? What's like mm. your biggest passion? I think I I love that Loop community is so personal. Mm-hmm. That it is for the average Joe worship leader. Mm. We're, we, we really value community so yeah. much so that it's in our name. Yeah. And we want to help worship leaders do what they do better. Yeah. We're not, you know, just another e-commerce store. Yeah. That's untouchable. Right. But we right. have a personal feel and that's the virtual yeah yeah and that's always been a really important thing to us i mean some i mean we send out postcards to customers mm. you know a couple times a month yeah you've done that forever i've always seen you every month writing these postcards to these people so sweet yeah just to say thank you because we really couldn't do what we what we do without them mm-hmm. and i do think there's there's power of community yeah that we need to be coming together and not being silos under right. ourselves and so i love you know, there's a lot of websites out there that are just an e-commerce store that you can't even talk to anybody mm-hmm. or they make it look like, you know, they're super slick and cool. But the problem is that then they just come across as too cool and like stuck up and mm-hmm. no one else feels like they can be a part of it mm-hmm. or that it's, or that they're not, they can't fit in. Mm-hmm. And so we at Loop Community, we're really passionate about, we want to give a voice to the average worship leader. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're about the sound of the local church that... I feel like there's like too much pressure. Like worship leaders feel too much pressure to sound like someone else. Yeah. Sound like the original. Be the next. Yeah. Sound like, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. you got to sound like Chris Tomlin. You have to sound like Hillsong. Be the next Bethel. Be the next. Yeah. Yeah. And we want people at Loop Community, we want people to to be themselves, to sound like Mm -hmm. themselves, to sound like who God made them to be, to sound like their church, not to sound like someone else. I think there's this quote by, I think Judy Garland said it. That was always be a first-rate version of yourself and not a second-rate version of someone else. So good. And that's the heartbeat, too, of Elsie. Mm-hmm. And that we want people to, yeah, be who they are mm-hmm. and not try to be someone else. Because mm-hmm. only you could be the best <laughs> version right. of yourself. So good. You know, that's something that really excites me about yeah. Loop Community. Yeah, and you just have such, like, a passion for worship and for the church and worship and all of that stuff. And it's just fun to see that you get to do that like day in, day out in yeah. so many different ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is really fun. We get to connect with a lot of worship leaders that, you know, maybe aren't the worship leaders who are, uh, you know, signed to a record label and up on a cool looking right. stage. But, you know, worship leaders who are, you know, at a church plan of 40 people setting up in a in a school. I love Every that. single week, working mm-hmm. hard, not getting paid anything. Yeah, I love that. And these are the people that we're really trying to help. And, and you're really helping. I mean, this is what I feel like you guys probably help small churches exponentially more Yeah, because they need these like tracks to kind of yeah. help, you know, help their sound. I love your quote that actually you recently told me Yeah, about um, how people should feel when they mm. come to your home. Can you say that? Oh yeah. I went to the, or I heard Sean and Nyquist say, Cheer hospitality is about having people leave your home feeling better about themselves than they feel about you. And I thought that was really powerful because, yeah, like it's not about 
my, you know, beautiful home or my coolness or, you know, how beautiful I can make this table for you. It's the focus is on like, did I serve you during this time? And do you feel, are you like intimidated and afraid of me? Or like, are you kind of, do you think I'm too cool? Or do you feel like I'm approachable and we can connect as opposed to you're not admiring me. You're actually like connecting with me and like in the space of hospitality. I love that yeah. because that is so how good. I feel about Loop Community. Mm. That's what I want Loop Community to so be. Good. I want it to be a website where it's like a table that yeah. everybody can come to. You're not, you don't have to be cool. You don't right. have to look a certain way. You yeah. don't have to have everything together and look slick. You can just be who you are and come to our website and get resources to help you do what you do better. Yeah. So what was the most memorable memory you have about building the company? I have so many memories that are very, very memorable. Um, but I have so many memories of Loop Community. And, you know, some of some of the strongest memories I have are honestly in my little apartment um, where my two business partners would come over every Tuesday night. Wow. Probably like every Tuesday and Thursday night. And we had a whiteboard that we bought for like $10 on discount at Office Depot. Wow. And on that whiteboard was just all of our ideas. And we would go, we'd have a meeting twice a week, probably going through that whiteboard, writing new things down, taking things off. I remember that just so well. We actually still have that whiteboard here. Yeah. Um, But just the days of dreaming of what it could be. Mm -hmm. And then honestly, the other memories that stick out to me are the hours and hours just spent building our app Mm -hmm. that we have for iPhone Mm -hmm. and iPad and Mm -hmm. Mac called Prime. And mm-hmm. the hours spent seeing Looptimus come to life. Yeah, it's amazing. Those are two yeah. things that I think were huge mile markers for Loop Community. Oh, yeah, totally. So, and obviously, that's just like the beginning. There's going to be a lot more. And I know that you guys are working on some really cool stuff that's going to come in the coming years. But where do you see Loop Community heading in the next five years? Like, what's next for you guys? Yeah, we've got, yeah, like you said, we have a lot of cool things that we're working on now. Um, but we're we're just going to keep supporting local worship leaders and we want to give them the tools that they need to do what they do. And by making them feel empowered, you know, to be who they were created to be. And, um, you know, we're always improving our website experience. We've got these new products coming out. Um, but I but I just hope that we, you know, in the next five years, we're going to just keep creating tools that provide churches with quality and affordable mm. ways to mm. run tracks because mm-hmm. I think it's important not, you know, I, I grew up as a pastor's kid, so I know Yeah, you like know. not most churches don't have a lot of money. Totally. Yeah. And you weren't like a mega pastor's kid. You no. were like a, <laughs> a small town, Indiana pastor's kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And we, we didn't have much money, mm-hmm. but the tools we're making are helping those smaller churches. It's awesome. So we want to make it quality and affordable mm-hmm. for them. I love that. Uh, well, this was fun. It was fun to kind of talk to you about the beginning of this like amazing thing that you've built. And I know I get to see some of the like behind the scenes stuff, but I just love getting to hear all the stories from when I didn't even know you and to see, cause I see kind of the end of it. And I love like I'm behind the scenes and I see how much time you pour into it and how many hours and just the love and sweat and tears that you pour into it in the late nights. And um, it's a really special thing that you've built and it's really served a bunch of people and it's just been a blessing to everyone. So I'm proud of you and I'm just so like thankful for what you've made to just help other people. Um, so thanks, love. Oh, thank you. I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> yeah, Every good man has an even better <laughs> wife beside him who sometimes who's it doesn't hurt when she's an attorney <laughs> yep and my wife's also an attorney <laughs> there you go um but nola i thank you yeah for your just your support too like uh-huh. the the days that i come home that i'm you know maybe feeling discouraged you're always a huge support oh, and good. encouragement to me good so good well we do it together so that's right um, loop community we are lc <laughs> yep that's right i'm just a part of it i feel very involved so um Thanks for telling me all about it. Um, I hope I'm sure everyone's going to love it. Yeah. I guess I'll see you back at home. I'll see you home. (laughs) Bye. Hey, community. It's time for our contributor spotlight. 
This month's featured contributor is Randy Davenport. Randy is the lead worship pastor at the Christian Life Church in Austin, Texas. He's also a producer, writer, and musician. Randy's only been a contributor for about a year, but he already has dozens of tracks on our site, so go check them out. We're going to hear from him now. Hey, my name is Randy Davenport, and I am the lead worship pastor here at Christian Life Church in Austin, Texas. And I have been a Loop Community contributor for about a year. And I want to just say thank you to Matt and the guys at LC for all they do. They've helped us tremendously in our kids' ministry as well as our youth ministry and college ministries and adding the stems and filling out our sounds. Just awesome. I am LC. Thanks, Randy. Now we're going to listen to one of his tracks, Tremble by Mosaic MSC, off their album, Glory and Wonder. Well, that was pretty awesome to hear from Matt and, and Mary, his wife, actually, is the one interviewing him. And just to hear, um, you know, all the things that he talked about with um, how Loop Community started, how he kind of started in this whole thing before Loop Community was even a thought. You know, he's always been very um, entrepreneurial. <laughs> even from the first day I met Matt, like he's always, he's an idea guy, right? Like he's yeah. always thinking about the next thing. And that's very unlike me. Um, I'm like a creature of habit. <laughs> and so that's, he is so different where he's always just very creative, uh, more spontaneous and just like, you know, what if we did this or what about right. this idea or, you know what I mean? He's like, and when he says things like that, it's always like, wow, I, I, where did that even come from? Yeah. Like everything we do here, everything we sell, every, every all the content we put out is all his idea. You know, it's like, it's been Matt from day one, basically. So yeah, it's uh totally it's it's definitely interesting and I enjoy hearing about how it all came to be and whatnot. Yeah. You know, he was basically just leading worship and, and trying to do this on the side and it probably took up all day every day. Oh man, I can't even imagine just the countless number of hours that he spent. And and the number of hours that he spent when no one is watching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you go to Loop Community now and you see some of the great stuff that our website has and the resources that we offer, people don't think about all the time that it took to yeah. to invest in that. All the late hours, you know, nights without sleep, skipping lunches. It sounds very unhealthy, actually. But, trips, trips to Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, as a result of that hard work, that's that's what I see pays off. Like, people that have this you know, stick to itiveness and can do attitude no matter what comes. There are certainly highs and lows. I mean, I've been here for a little over two years. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've definitely even seen as a company, I've seen there's been great days and there's been days that are that are tougher than others, right? Yeah. And but he always like rallies the troops and makes sure that if there are those tough days that we progress forward and like we always focus on um, you know, getting back on track. Sticking to like the community, yeah. Trying to remember that it's not about us, right? The employees, and just trying to make the experience better for the customers and the worship leaders and everyone is what it's all about. Totally, he he <clears throat> is very detail oriented. Like, remember, he was I like when he's talking about the the bus, like he's like buying candy in bulk <laughs> and selling it. Could you imagine if you were one of the? He kids? still does that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you were one of the kids on his bus route, <laughs> and you're like. Matt, Matt. Yeah, it'd be like, leave me alone. Right. Do you, have the, <laughs> do you have my ring pops? You know, just stuff like that. You know, just, I can't even imagine going on a bus. Like the thing I was thinking about on a, when I was a kid on a bus is <laughs> I don't want to be here. I want, I want to be in bed sleeping. Right. But right, he's right. like, man, how can I make a buck? You know, <laughs> and that's how he is. That's, that's very, um, 
his entrepreneurial spirit is just uh it's very like kind of contagious i think sometimes it's, it's it's actually i've noticed it's made me more of a thinker sure i start to think about things like ideas and i start to you know try to what about this and what about this and that's i think it's a good thing that has rubbed off on me yeah it's actually uh um cemented the fact that i never ever want to start my own business yeah. now that i see how <laughs> crazy it is so i you know i admire him for that it's uh totally it's, it's pretty cool um, I, I enjoy, uh, Matt's story and the fact that he, I think he knows really solidly who he is and what he's good at. Like he knows his strengths and he mm-hmm. knows what he's not good at. And he runs after those things that he's good at with a passion. Like he's, he sticks to music and he sticks to technology and he has found a way that have, you know, that has grouped those two things together. Mm-hmm. And the, the the number of churches and ministries that he's been able to bless and like get this content and these resources out to is pretty amazing if you think about it. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, if you stop and think about the fact that there's people in like across the world <laughs> that are using Loop Community's app, our hardware, our training, our resources, it's like mind boggling. And it didn't exist a few years ago. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty. Oh, awesome. I know. Yeah, it is. It's. It is crazy to think about because we're just kind of sitting here, you know, in the office every day, just doing our normal jobs, and then That's right. you, know, you kind of forget that there's people that are like actually using this stuff, and hopefully, it's really helping them. Right, so, we, makes we, it all worth it. We juggle, you know, we're actually jugglers here in the office <laughs> while everyone's buying tracks. We work on our juggling. No, I'm just kidding, but we uh, we are always uh, we are forced to be aware of people that are getting to know this for the first time. Like, uh, I go and do trainings and conferences and stuff from time to time now, and I'm still pretty amazed at, at the number of people who are, are coming to learn about Loop Community mm-hmm. and tracks and clicks and how all these things work in a setting. Right. And so, like, um, I think we go on and we, we're so, like, technology, like, we're drowning in technology in this age, you know, sure. that we forget, like, the there are people that still don't use this technology. They have no idea it exists. And that's our goal, right? That's our goal is to reach those people and say, hey, here's an awesome resource that's super affordable for you or to you and that you can use on the weekends. And uh I'm just so appreciative of like his his heart and attitude and spirit right. to just be able to come up with something like this and see it through and keep improving on it. And I'm I'm glad to be part of a team that uh, you know, works on those things, and yeah, he is very passionate about it all. And uh, I'm sure you and I have received emails the very wee hours of the morning where he's like, "We should do this yeah. better." <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, man, just go to bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so true, though. He he is. Um, we have fun at the office too, though. I mean, I don't think you can do what you do in this business and not. I mean, if you didn't have fun like we do, I mean, you'd probably go crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Just taking a break from it all to play a game of trouble. Singing a lot of Willy Wonka. Yeah. Oh, man. Now you're going to get that song stuck in my head again. But yeah, we, we like to take a break every once in a while and just kind of unplug for a little bit. And then when we come back, it I think it helps kind of just our focus on why we do what we do. And sometimes it helps us innovate even more. And uh, and, that, and that all is part of this team strategy. I think that Matt has, this, has had this vision of getting a, a bunch of people to work around him to kind of achieve this goal uh, together of reaching more churches, giving them a lot of resources that are super affordable and that are easy to use. Mm-hmm. Like I've been a part of a lot of churches that they use tracks or if they don't, they just play music live. And it's like, so like thinking back to that time, oh man, and where everything has come since then, it's just like, if people don't, if people don't use this in their music setting, I think it's very, like you're almost in a stone age because it's such a help, right? And there are people that say, well, I don't like to use tracks. It kind of takes away whatever. And, uh, and I get that too. But I think for the most part, I think I've also heard a lot of people say that this frees them, like using tracks for yeah, the first time. Like, wow, like I'm a drummer and this is the first time we've used tracks and I don't have to be the driver all the time. Like I can, we are all going to the click and it helps like fill our sound and we're able to use this awesome pedal Mm-hmm. And, you know, not worry about all these different things. And so uh, I'm excited about just, like, where 
the vision is that he gets new ideas, like what's going to be ahead. Yeah, yeah, it is exciting. I think we um, we have some great things planned, and, and it's all like in the crazy mind of Matthew McCoy. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode of the podcast where we tell you everything we don't like about Matt. Right, right. <laughs> That's a two-hour special. Yeah, if Matt, if you're listening to this, we're totally <laughs> not sorry at all. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, we, we love Matt. We enjoy um, his leadership. We enjoy being around him and just kind of seeing his inspiration and passion to do what he does. And we get to be a part of that. Yeah, it's fun to come into work. Yeah. So that's pretty much our roast of Matt McCoy. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. We, we enjoy him. And um, we hopefully you know, look forward to, the, as the community does, the, the new things that are going to come out and the, the ideas that we as a team have and and part of that is the community helping us come up with those ideas right like just as much as he has innovated we've had a lot of people in the community say hey have you ever thought about xyz you know Mm -hmm. and it's like oh man wow you know thank you and we do listen to all that totally all of it right and that's what makes community a community right like we strive to be for the worship leader yeah you know and we want to we don't just want to be like a store where you buy tracks we want to be able to like do life together with you guys, listen to what you have to say and know that like, because of you, we wouldn't be where we are. Right. You know what I mean? Like Matt has spearheaded this thing, but he's also had a lot of help from people that he's visited, that he's led with, that he's talked to. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of you guys, it's, it's really loop community is able to be what it is. Right. And uh, so it's just, just a much a thank you to you guys as it is to Matt McCoy. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome guys. Well, That's it for today. Uh, Be sure to uh, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't, and we hope you enjoy, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye, loopers.